Welcome to another edition of One Morning Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Vargo here with Josh Jones. I just realized I was so I was so anxious to drink. I had already opened my. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am pacing myself as usual. I had a good day today. I had a good performance review at work. Did you? Yeah. So it's it's a reason to celebrate. Here, here. Yeah, we're drinking. Uh, it's it's Tuesday, December fifteenth, and uh, I am no closer to finishing my Christmas shopping than I was this time last week. <laughs> We are done zipper stockings. We are drinking some festive looking holiday Studweisers. That's right. 12, 12 pack of holiday Budweisers. The holiday, of course, for because it's Christmas season. And 12 pack of Start Big 12 Play. Big 12 play. That's right. Mm-hmm. Got the Clydesdales right there staring at me. So we're good. Yeah. So, uh, how, was your, how was your weekend, bud? Uh, I was pretty tame. What? I don't think I did much. I'm trying to think. I didn't go out. Um, we didn't have a game on Saturday. No. It, it was awesome to play. Actually, I liked playing basketball Sunday at 1. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I got up, too. I watched my especially normal way, shows in the morning. Especially the way we played. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And then, uh, and then you just kind of relaxed the rest of the day. I, I, I wanted to see more Sunday games. Yeah. Can we have more Sunday games? Well, I left early. Of course, we played at 3 on Friday, which, you know, obviously that yeah. was. Yeah. I, I, I didn't go back and watch the game, but. I, I tried to watch it. I had a, we had a staff retreat, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do both because we had a Hebrew camera on, so it was a hard time. I just looked over to see what the score was. You miss a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so, first half. Yeah, no. So I, I was here watching the game, and then uh, ended up going to Elliot's. I took Garrett to Elliot's, and then he met his in-laws out there, and of course Booth was there, and then. Jaina shows up late night for some wings. <laughs> and she took Garrett home, and then I came back here. And it was funny because I got back here because I knew she was going to come home. She took him home. Uh, she took him to one of his buddies' house. He was supposed to stay at Laney's mom and dad's, and he ended up not staying there. Oh. Because Laney and her mom and dad left early. <laughs> so Garrett stayed out there with us, and you know how it is. Oh, one, yeah. one more, one more, yeah, one more. Yeah, yeah, you can't get out of there. So Jaina ended up taking him to one of his buddies' house, and then she came back. I think Booth went to prices, right? I'm not 100% sure. Anyway, so I came back here. It's probably 11.30. She got here probably about quarter to midnight. And he texted me. He's like, he's like, you still out? And I was like, no. You know, I'm home. He was like, all right, cool, man. Thanks for tonight. Good time, whatever. So the next day, he was like, he's like, I asked you that because I was with my buddies. And they asked me if you and Tom were out. And he said, they're probably either still at Elliott's or going to the prices, right? And they were like, well, check and see if they're at the prices, right? Because we're going to go if they are. <laughs> I don't know if that's good, bad, or in between. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no. Have they? I think they've been to the prices right. They have been. To the okay. Prices right. Because yeah. <laughs> if not, they're in for an hour. Oh yeah. Like walking through the Owls Club. Yeah. <laughs> Which Garrett has never been. I told him over the break. I'm taking him to the Owls Club. Oh, but, but let me know. He's but never maybe been. Maybe I'll go. I'll try not to lose a shoe. Yeah, please but, do. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't think you can walk that way anymore. Can no, you? Yeah. I mean, you could. Yeah. It might just be more dangerous yeah. at this point in time. Wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend it. It was dangerous that night I did it anyway. It was. And that wasn't because of the terrain. It was because of me. It was. <laughs> yeah, you had a lot to do with that. So, yeah, we had a, good, had a pretty good weekend. I had, uh, let me ask you this question. John Stanley, who I don't consider a Star Wars expert, told me that he saw they're making 12 more movies. Well, not necessarily movies. There's 12 more. I don't know if it's 12. I thought it was 8. Maybe I have to go ahead and count. But, uh, well, he can't count. Yeah, but th- yeah, they're making all kinds of new series. They're making an Ahsoka Tana series. 
They're making an Andor series, which you know the guy from Rogue One, uh, the main the main guy in there that that helps out the the main rebel. Yeah, yeah. They're making a series about him. Um, they're making a, a Rogue Squadron oh, uh, show. That, of course, Mandalorian, Mandalorian three season three is coming out. How many more episodes of the Mandalorian have we got? One. That's it. I'm pretty sure it's the last one. Cause Baby Yoda wasn't in this last one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the last one coming up. Damn. I'm pretty sure. So. Shit. Yeah. But they're good, man. They're good. And and, and Bill Pete and I talked about this a little bit. That how you know John Favreau and, and the uh, and the producer. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on his name. That those guys for Yoni. That they those guys are body in to the Star Wars legacy, keeping it all in canon. So it just makes everything better. Like the, yeah, the shows have been great. Everything's good. I went. We watched Friday evening. I watched the last four episodes of the Clone Wars. And then I watched the last episode of Star Wars Rebels just to kind of get you haven't fresh seen any of that shit. Yeah, you need, you need to watch. Just watch the last four episodes of Clone Wars on season seven, and you'll be like, damn. <laughs> and, and a lot of the stuff will tie in with the Mandalorian. Have to do that. Right. Have to do that. Speaking of tying in, which this is a terrible segue, but. Fantasy football, I didn't make the championship flight. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm in a loser's bracket. So last night, the Browns were playing the Ravens. I've got Lamar Jackson and Kareem Hunt. That's good. Now, the guy I'm playing is dead last. You get Nick he, Chubb? He's played, he's won one game all year. Uh-huh. I started out 5-2, and two, lost five in a row, and then I won two uh-huh. in a row. So I'm playing this Sunday. Uh-huh. He's beating me. Going into the day, I'm looking, and I'm projected 68% chance to lose. So the game's going on. I'm not trying to pay attention, but yeah. kind of paying attention. My chances are going up here and there. Jackson has a hell of a game. Yeah. The problem is, old boy's got Baltimore's tight end. He's got their kicker. He's got <laughs> Jarvis Landry. Oh, but did you lose on Justin Tucker's 55-yard field goal? <laughs> Hold on. That's better than losing on the safety. <laughs> well, that's even worse. So... So I'm getting to, so Kareem Hunt scores that last touchdown and I take the lead uh-huh. and I'm oh, up by God. I'm up by two points. Oh, but you're giddy. I was fired up. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I'm good. So then of course there's a minute left. Baltimore goes down. Tucker kicks that 55 yard field goal. So now I'm like, well fuck. So I pull it up and I got a 99 percent chance of losing. Okay. Uh-huh. He's up by like 0.7 points. Uh-huh. So last play of the game, Mayfield takes a snap. Throws the ball to Kareem Hunt, and he catches it, laterals it, but I got a point for the reception, so I fucking won. <laughs> no, no shit, yes. really. <laughs> Pulled it out. You better check that shit today, you know, they just no, did correction oh, yeah, on Tuesdays. Because yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done it, I thought I won one time and lost on the stat correction the next day. Well, I t- it took forever for it to upload. Yeah. And I was like, bullshit, he caught that shit. <laughs> so I bet you were excited. Oh, that man. Pissed. Well, I, I doubt he was paying as much attention as I was. Right. Because right. I'm sitting here thinking, man, I got to pull this out because Dan Stepensky is going to give me hell if I don't. Because <laughs> he's the only one that makes it a mission to commentate on the fantasy football. Gotcha. Yeah. And he's in the championship flight, <laughs> even though he got his ass kicked by one of the Bridgeport teams. But that's a story for another day. But yeah, I was pretty fired up that. So that was so that was good. So I'm, I mean, I'm not. I have no. Yeah. I'm in la- I'm in ninth place yeah. at twelve. But, I thought but that still, was pretty, it's great, man. Those, those are because I thought, those holy shit, some bitch gonna kick a fifty-five yard field goal, and I'm gonna fucking lose. <laughs> and the first guy maybe he'll throw some you balls. Probably, you probably would have won if uh, if uh, uh, Jackson didn't have to go take a shit in the middle of the game. <laughs> Is that what it was? I yeah, thought, I thought he had cramps. No, yeah, he had cramps. He had to go take a shit. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't know that. <laughs> he had to oh, literally go I didn't take a shit. 
Did you see the picture of him running down the hallway? He's like, you can see him like, it looks like if you just heard cramps, you think he's cramping his thigh. But now that you know he had to take a shit, you can tell he's just kind of pinching his asses together. He's trying not to shark. <laughs> what was a halftime meal, Rio Grande? <laughs> Apparently so. Fucking Apparently they, they went to Arby's at some point in time on the way to Cleveland. Banditos was, 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 was catering halftime. No, I didn't realize all Arby's, that. we got the meats and the shits. And the shits. We got them both. We got them both. Yeah, so that was... Uh, that was that was exciting, man. Yeah, it is. Yes, I got absolutely. That's what the only that's what the only interest I have anymore in pro football yeah, is fantasy football. I don't, I don't and I only do the daily. I only do the daily stuff. I don't yeah. even do the. I don't even do a league anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're probably smart. Yeah. Probably smart. So, had kind of a cool thing happen this week or last week. I told you, Leslie's good buddies with well, actually Parker Moore, who's on the football team, went to Janus High School. Yeah. And I think we met him at a tailgate of the tennis. Yeah, I think his dad sure. works with Patrick Leslie's yeah. husband, yeah. and his dad. I, I'd met his dad before when I was three sheets into the wind. This time it was a lot more sober. <laughs> Hell of a nice guy. Anyway, so they canceled the Oklahoma game. Yeah. So he was in Morgantown, and Garrett was here. Laney brought him here, and his dad drove up from Charlotte, and uh, talked to him for a little bit. Man, he's a hell of a nice guy. He loved Holgerson. Really? Not Parker, his dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. talked about what a good. He's like Holgerson. That's, that's my dude. He's like what? He's like he's like I like Brown. He was like, but Holgerson was my guy. And I guess Wickline, Kelby Wickline, was his son's lead recruiter. Okay. And he was talking about Nestor and a lot of those other Winston Wright, some of those mm-hmm. other kids from the state that were were bouncing around. So then Laney brought Parker over here, and he and he he didn't come in. He just came out front, and I you know shook his hand, and I said. Uh, I said, boy, you knocked that dude from TCU down, didn't he? He's like, man, he's talking shit. That's what his dad most said. He's like, that dude was like, man, this this is my new bitch or something. I don't know what he said. And he's like, nah, I don't think so. So, uh, but that was kind of that was kind of cool. Did you tell him we expect him to be ten times better next year? Uh, well, he's he's not so many words, but <laughs> but his dad pulled up. And he's got a he got a truck, had a Ford, had a West Jam uh, plate on the front, had his Mountaineer hat on backwards, Mountaineer shirt. And he's from Charlotte. He played college ball at Gardner Webb, I think. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. So that, that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. That, that was pretty cool. So uh, definitely wanted. Yeah, I remember meeting him. I remember meeting him when we went to the Tennessee game and we walked over to, to, to Leslie's tailgate. Um, and I did not think he was an offensive lineman at that time. I was like, holy cow. He's not, he's not, he's he's tall. Yeah. But he's, he's not skinny, but he's not yeah. what you would. But you see him on the football field, he looks a lot bigger than he does, does a lot in bigger. person. It's amazing. Even when he was on the porch. And I was like, damn. I was like, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully he'll, he'll be a part of the uh, rejuvenated offensive line next year. So we'll see how that goes. Speaking of that, I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw today where there's whispers that Doug Nestor might enter the transfer portal. Really? The lineman from Spring Valley went yeah. to Virginia Tech. Uh-huh. And, you know, his high school teammate was Wyatt Milam. Yeah. Did you know they had like 60-something percent of their, their team got heard COVID? Of, oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I know about 60 percent I'm about to enter the transfer portal. Yeah, but they had 60-something percent of their team got COVID this no, year. I, know, I ain't no doubt. But, uh... But yeah, that that would be awesome if he would come here. We wanted him bad. We'd have him, and then you got Zach Frazier already on the line, mm-hmm. and you got White Milam coming in. If there's a if there is a position next year where you come in and have it's a chance line. to play, it's offensive line, especially yeah. with Bird Brown saying bye. There's it's wide open right now. Yep. Like offensive I line. I agree. I agree. So that'll be that'll be interesting. Gus Malzahn got canned. 
think about that? I'm assuming. I, I didn't know what was more surprising, that or, or Brewer transferring from Baylor. Yeah, I know. When I saw that news, I was like, what the hell is going on? I think Ivy wants Brewer. You, you picked yeah, up I picked up on that, too. Uh, I'll, I'll pass. Let me see us light his ass up twice. Meg Ryan Topless. No thanks. No <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah. Good family Thanks. <laughs> Tom Herman got the dreaded vote of confidence from his athletic director. Yeah, but he'll be back next year. You know, if he goes, if he goes to the Big Twelve Championship, they'll probably stay. If he doesn't, he's probably gone. Probably. And it's. I'm surprised Auburn in this year when so many schools had to cut back and coaches had to cut salaries, all that stuff. That they took. There's a twenty-one million dollar buyout. Now you have to think. I'm assuming they've got. They have to have somebody lined up who they think is going to be the guy. They and better. The names I saw were Hugh Freeze, Cristobal, and who's the other one? Uh, Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin. That's who yeah. I saw was Lane that Kiffin. Was the, that was the three I saw. Yeah. but And, and I'm not sure either one of them three is worth $21 million. I don't think any of them are. I mean, honestly. in addition to what you're going to have to pay him and his staff. Yeah. I have none. Now, granted, I think Gus Malzahn's, I don't think he was the greatest coach anyway. So I, I thought I thought he was overrated from the get go. So I, I mean I don't mind him get rid of, but I can't believe they're gonna pay him twenty one million dollars to leave. That surprised me. I mean, they must especially have, this year. Didn't he count. must have absolutely just either. He, he had to get something. There had to be some feathers ruffled. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's interesting. <laughs> so signing days tomorrow. We'll recap that next week. Yeah. Looks like sixteen to seventeen kids. I saw today where, regardless if we sign anybody else. And I guess all the guys we're, we've recruited or, or have verbaled are supposed to sign tomorrow. We're number 20. Really? And I didn't even, I didn't even look at the rankings. We're 20. Oh, see, I forgot it was signing day until I heard Sunday like sports line. Well, because it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, we're not used to it being in December. Yeah, exactly. It's usually February. And you know it's been the fourth year of this? It's been four years? That's what they say. It's been four years. It seems like it's been four that's years. What they, that's what they, uh, yeah. I think that's what they said on sports line. Maybe it's been, that can't be four years. I was because thinking maybe our, two. Our first ever signee, you know who our first ever signee was in December signing period was? In December? What yeah. year was it? Uh, I don't know. Whatever it started. <laughs> I don't even know what I mean. Well, was, if you could name the year, I could guess. Dante Steeles was our first really? December signee. How about that? Yeah. A little trivia. Dogs laid eggs. <laughs> so we'll recap that next uh, next show. So, talked about Oklahoma game got canceled, which we speculated that was probably going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, what, what was this morning was from uh, positives on our end. I don't know how many it was. I don't know if they heard, but. I heard a couple offensive, one offensive lineman had it, but I don't, I don't know about the rest of them. Yeah. I mean, we did such a good job all year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, relatively speaking. So, so Simmons, Burke, Steels, Fields, and I think Talk is gone, right? I haven't seen that. Well, he put something out there. It was a little bit, it's kind of a veiled post. Uh -huh. Chips posted it, and of course, Stepinski was all over it. <laughs> Fucking thumbs down and goddamn, you know. But it really didn't say he was definitely done, but we know Simmons, Burt, Fields, and, and Darius are definitely and, and Mike Brown. And Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Mike Brown. Brown. That's yeah. the other one, yeah. He's yeah. gone, so. So, uh, how excited are you about potentially playing Rutgers in a bowl game? Pretty fired uh, up about that. I'm not. I'm not excited about anybody in our bowl game. We honestly. would. We would. We would. I'd be worried about that Rutgers game because 
We would not be motivated to play in that game. Well, I, I, I don't know who. I don't know if we'd be motivated to play anybody. Honestly, um, I did see one. One. I don't know which bowl it was. Said it might be Penn State. Now I know Penn State's two and five. Yeah, but I'd love to beat their ass. I would love to beat that. Now that's, now, that's team, a game. I that's a team we might actually score one. Yeah, which would be good. True. <laughs> True. So I, t- Tennessee I, and Kentucky's the other ones I saw. Yeah, I, I, I've seen most things I've seen is Tennessee, Kentucky. And, I mean, we just played Tennessee a couple of years ago. They're down. Kentucky doesn't get me excited at all. So, I know, I know. obviously, you know, people talk about, I think they post it like, we want to go. Of course, we want to go to the bowl. Yeah, I don't want to. If, I, don't want, I don't want to end the season getting their ass beat by no, Iowa State. That's the last thing, about. exactly. But I also don't want to go to the bowl game and lose and end the, game, end the season two losses. I would not be fired up about a, about a Rutgers game, but – if we could be an SEC team. It would be nice just to get a win in a ball game. It would. It's been a while. It took a last-minute touchdown against Arizona. Yeah. That's the last time. That's the last That's time. That's five years ago. At, at fucking two in the morning, yeah, whatever that ball game ended. Long time ago. <laughs> long time ago. So, uh, it would be nice just to have a win. Yep. And, and, and I know Tony Fields is, is the only one who said he's not playing. Darius still said he is going to play. I would be surprised if most of the seniors, even if they don't come back, will play in the bowl game. Probably. I would figure. Yeah, I would think so. Unless they, the only thing bad about it is, you know, I don't know when Parker said that they're coming back. Next week. When they come back, they get tested. If they test negative, if they test positive, they're out for a week. So that means any bowl games within the next week or so are out, out of possibility. So you got to hope they hope, keep their nose But between. worse, though, if somebody else tests positive and they're around them, then they have to coordinate with 14 days, so they're out for two weeks. Awesome. Yeah. So it's going to be crossing fingers when they yeah. come back. Fingers yes. crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Got to mention this real quick. Shoegate, LSU. That was some funny <laughs> shit. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I actually was watching it live. I was too. And, and I didn't know. I, I knew he did something. I saw something. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> That's all I got. Grabbed your boy's <laughs> shoe and chucked it. Take well, that, bitch. What was worse, that or when the Mississippi uh, State dude uh, act like a dog? Act like a dog to pee on the pylon. Ooh, I don't know. That's a well. I honestly consider Florida season. Florida, it has to be Florida. It has to be Florida. They had much more to lose. Much more to lose, and they did. No, oh, yeah, they did. Because they are out of the playoff picture. And now. I didn't hear what Dan Mullen said today, but apparently he was trying to make the argument that if they beat Alabama, which ain't gonna happen, no. uh, that they deserve to be in over Ohio State. And we can get into the whole Ohio State thing at some point. In time. No, the, the people who have, have an argument over Ohio State right now is is maybe USC, you know, something along those lines because they play they play the same, same game and they're in the undefeated. I mean, because uh, if you don't say it's it's USC, then you got to say well, we're doing it on the eye test. Yeah, we're not doing it by record. Which we're not supposed to. Do. We're not supposed to be doing it by that. So, so which one is it? Exactly. Yeah. So that's going to be the interesting argument yeah, when it comes be. down to it. Yep. We'll back the committee into a corner. Mm-hmm. All right, so the Robert Morris game got canceled, switching gears to basketball. So we picked up North Texas at the last minute. Thank God for ESPN Plus because not a whole lot of people got to see that goddamn <laughs> terrible-ass game. Yeah, that's, that's a game you just see the final score. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I mean, I, there's not a lot to get into. It was a shitty start. We had 21 points at halftime. We woke up in the second half. We out-rebounded them 48-32. McNeil and Sherman combined for almost half our points, which was 28. And I mean, what, what was what was killer about that game, because I couldn't really watch it because I was in that meeting. I kept kind of keeping track of the score. But every time I looked up, I seemed like we got a rebound. 
So when I get a chance to uh, check the stats, we're killing them on the boards. Kill we couldn't make a shot. Couldn't make a shot. We couldn't make a two-footer. Could not make I mean, a two-footer. <laughs> and Oscar was the worst. Oh, I mean, Josh, he caught one and went straight up when he should have dunked it and, and shot it with two hands, and it went over the rim. <laughs> like, I've never seen anybody do that before. At I least not somebody as talented as that. Exactly. I don't understand why he doesn't try to dunk the ball more. I mean, that one spin move he did against Richmond. When he, Which was nice. He caught the ball, and he was already laying in the basket before the guy from Richmond even knew he yeah, caught he, the he ball. What happened. Why he doesn't do that more, I have no I idea. Have no idea. Yeah. No idea. So, let's get to the Richmond game. A uh, little uh, point of fact here. His uh, his name tag, we're watching Elf, by the way, says Wanda. Because that's when he won the Sykes, supposed to play that role. And, they, and she had to back out last minute for the store manager. So, so I they, never noticed he just, that. He, for, as a joke, he kept the. I never noticed. He that. kept the. Uh, he's good. Back. He's good. <laughs> he's tough. He's tough. So Richmond, nineteenth in the country, is what they were ranked. Beat Kentucky. Beat Kentucky. Now Kentucky, which is not not like a really good win. At least one time, but at that point, they'll hit their stride. Right. They'll hit their stride. So we were back and forth early. And I l- listened to Huggins after the game because Tony was asking about you know dudes coming out. He said he told him before the game. Because Richmond is such a good passing team and such a Princeton offense-oriented team yeah. that the first person that gets back cut is coming out. Yeah. And it was Deuce. Yep, and he was out. And he was out. I mean, it was like the first minute and a half. It was. I went back and rewatched it last night. I rewatched the first half. <laughs> and I, I skimmed through a little bit. And then McKay came in, and McKay played well. I thought not only did McKay play well offensively, I thought he played well defensively. He did. I thought he moved his feet well. He, take, he, he stayed we, in position. And we passed the ball well when he was on the yep. floor. He hit two threes. I was actually it. more shocked that he didn't get more play. And now, granted, Deuce was lights out. Oh, he was, so, how do you take him? How do you take McNeil? How do you take Sherman out? Yeah. But I thought I thought McCabe deserved some play time, more than play time in the second half. He probably did. Because he, he didn't get a lot of minutes. But I thought I thought he played really well that the – Except for that one bad shot he took. He took that one he bad shot. He took that one bad 16-footers, which we are prone to do. We are. But. And, and Matthews took one, too. Mm-hmm. But when, when Deuce came back into the game, and I think he came back in with eight or nine minutes to go in the first half, because I was sitting here thinking, man, what a great – after I watched it, I was like, man, that was that – was, and I still think that was offensively the most efficient half that I can remember that Bob Huggins coached Mountaineer. Yeah, Cleveland. yeah, Absolutely. Without I mean, a doubt. The Louisville game in 05. Yeah, they, yeah, we they, they brought the Louisville game. We, yeah. I went back and looked at the stat. We were 18 of 27 from three. <laughs> we only made 26 shots the whole game, and 18 of them were from downtown. <laughs> That's great. But under Huggins, offensively. That, yeah. But, but Josh, we scored 20 points in the last four minutes of the half. That's, I know it. It I was mean, like everything we shot was going in. I mean, and, and Deuce stole the ball, and he dunked it, and then he hit that three, and Tony Cree said, call the Star City Fire <laughs> which was great. And then Taz got the steal, and he lobbed it up, and, and Sheboy actually dunked it. Yeah. And we were, I mean, we were making shots. We shot six. We shot better from three-point than we did from two-point in the first half, and for the game, we shot better from the field than we did the free-throw line. Yeah. The, which hadn't happened all year. We've no. been actually shooting really well from the free throw. Yeah, it, it was. No, we can't. That's not going to happen every game. Mm-hmm. But that, if we just do two thirds of that, if we can shoot forty to forty five percent from that's three, all we gotta that's do. all we got to do. That's we just have that threat. And, I, and <clears throat> if we would just stop, I hate, the, the only drives me nuts is that sixteen footer. I hate it's the worst shot in basketball, especially when you're guarding to take a two dribble. The one time I was most excited about McNeil. 
is when he he, he put that pump fake three and he and he and he drove to the oh, he, he drove, drove to the okay. basket. Okay. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. I mean that's. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell you what I like about our offense in that game that that we they had two small guards. Uh, they're both very good. And what one guy we posted some guys was the fifth. We put and and they were talking to Deuce. They were asking Deuce about it after the game, and he said he goes that's what I played uh, in the playground my brother, and that's what my dad had us do. Was, if you couldn't score in the post, then you couldn't score against your brother. No. So, yeah, so I'm used to that. So I wouldn't be surprised. Well, they posted him up. They posted Taz up. I mean, yeah. even McNeil they got on the block mm-hmm. down there. I mean, it was good. I think you could get a lot more of that. Because Culver and Sheepway were having a hell of a time hitting them damn two-foot. We have got to leave the country and miss two, two-foot jump shots, man. Before that game, we were literally as bad from two feet away as we are from, from the three-point line. Yeah. I swear to God, we are. we are as bad not a doubt from that distance as we are no. from the three-point line. I mean, it's unbelievable. But now, now, Oscar played better. Oscar did play much better. He played better. better. Carter I, had another double-double. <clears> and I think we'd be hard-pressed if we didn't mention the, the press. It and was, that was the other thing. Yeah. When we when, in the, Late in the first half, we, started, we picked up three-quarter court. We were trapping. Pressing, and it, it's not the it's press, not press that we've seen before, but I think that really got them out of their damn element. And I, I think uh, uh, three guys have said it for today, and maybe it was on Sportsline too, but we had the bigs to do that. Because we're, it's not press Virginia where we're trying to get steals and we have a shot blocker in the black with Kanade, with, with but it's we're tall, we're lengthy, and we speed up the game, and we have bigs that can run. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and and I think our guards are more comfortable in that in, instead of running our offense because let's face it, they're not the greatest passers right. to get down the court. So let's get down the court and run. Let's get down the court let our big guys run down the court and, and if that's not available, kick it out for a three. I liked it. I did too. I, I liked it. I, and that's the best offense has been. Yeah. <laughs> in all honesty. Yeah, it was good. So It was real good. Let's man. do more of it. And we got the whole team, the whole roster got in the game. Yeah. If you told me between the two games <laughs> – North Texas or Richmond, which game is Spencer Mackey going to get into? Yeah. I would have said North Texas. <laughs> I, I, I forgot he was on the team. He's on the team. <laughs> I think, well, I told you this is on the game. That's that uh, Thweet. He, uh, he's thick. thick. <laughs> he's bigger than I thought he's for, for a freshman. Too, even though he didn't quite get that dunk like I wanted him to. But, yeah. But <laughs> you, he's got, he's got, he's some, got some, yeah. And has got, um, I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to be a developmental player. Yeah. But I think he'll he'll be able to help us. But it, it was a, I mean it, and I don't know if this is just going to be the the moniker of this team. If it's just going to be that they're going to get up for the big games, uh, and they're going to play down to the lesser games. That's what they were asking, like what what separates North Texas, and how do you do so bad against North Texas, and how do you do so good against Richmond? And we said this a few weeks ago. This team's going to play up to the level of competition. It was a quick turnaround for North Texas. They they already got beat. I forget by who. And they were like, yeah, it's a conference USA team. They lost in the here. two SEC teams. <laughs> right. But they were like, you know, they're coming in here. We should beat this team. We don't know who they are. They've been hearing about Richmond since they beat Kentucky. Right. Everybody knew that Richmond was coming on Sunday since they beat Kentucky. So, I mean, there was people didn't want that game to be canceled. We all So they were they were up for that game on Friday. Yeah. They were ready for that game on Sunday. And I think that's how this team's going to go. Yep. I th- I, yeah. Which good, scares me in the bad. first couple rounds of the NCAA tournament. It does. It does, but it makes me feel good about Big 12 play because every game in the Big 12 is going to be a dogfight. That's a good point. And, and here's what I like about our team right now. <clears throat> we, we, we struggle shooting, let's face it. We, we, we do. We did this game, but most of the time we, we struggle shooting. Uh, our big guys are 
But Oscar is inconsistent, to say the least. But we we have won in every style of game this year. So far. We have. We have there. We have played a different style team almost every game. There is not one team that we have played that's been like in style. Huh? You're quite right. So I'm interested to see what's what we do against teams that we've seen twice. Because by the time we see it once, we have seen it all. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see some adjustments. I would be surprised if we played better every team that we played the second time. Second time. I saw this. We're and I do want to mention we're up to eighth in the AP and seventh in the coaches. Mm-hmm. You know we we're six and one. We've got five. Ken Ken Palm. Yeah. Top one hundred wins. Yeah. Yeah. They said that uh, almost everybody we play will probably be in the top one hundred by the time this year's over. That's insane. Show me other team who's played that. You can't. Not not one other team. Huh. And what is Ken Palm? Ken Palm has five of his top nine for the Big Twelve. Yeah, I think so. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah. So there's honestly, there's 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 eight games we got to play. That's honestly ridiculous. In, in Iowa State, I think is Iowa State is the best player of the year. Is Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah. I was we got Iowa State Friday, and you know they're they're no slouches. They're not great. They're one. Should, they're one and two. They play Kansas State tonight, so they should be two and two because <laughs> Kansas State got beat by Midland Trail a week ago. <laughs> Or whoever the fuck they played, I don't even know. I didn't even know that team was <laughs> anything about them. But they also got beat by South Dakota State at home, mm-hmm. and then got blown out by Iowa, which is not the yeah exactly. Yeah. And then they beat Abilene Christian. You know, South Dakota State gave us a game. That's not a bad loss. No, and, and Iowa's a good team. I was three in the country. I, I yeah, there's three. Yeah, you got to mention what Huggins said last night about uh, coaches that cheat. You got to mention that. <laughs> He's- and by the way, Huggins wants fans in the stands. And, and at least at twenty five percent. He said, God damn it, we spent three million dollars on seats and nobody's sitting in them. He was on the roll, I was like, but one one thing he said, they asked him, some caller called in and said he's from the, the Triangle area in, in North Carolina. He said, Is there any way we can get you guys to come schedule a game with Duke and North Carolina and North Carolina State and come down here and play in the in Triangle area? And he said he said we're real. Hey, hey, we'll do it. We'll say, we need, but it takes two to tango. They got one of. He's a lot. So Tony started asking questions about about uh, teams that want to play, and he's like, you know, some teams just don't want to play us, and you know, because they want to get their wins, they don't want to play. You know, they don't want to take those chances. And some coaches depend on having those wins. They gotta have. Yeah. They gotta have wins to keep the jobs. Yeah. Because there's 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 coaches out there that that uh, they're good coaches. They can't get their players. There's there's coaches out there that are good recruiters. They can't coach. There's coaches out there that cheat and that are and coach up their team. Those guys, those guys are good because they cheat and they coach up teams. There's also guys that cheat and they can't coach. Yeah. I like those guys. Yeah. <laughs> he, he said, oh, I like them. playing against yeah. those guys because they have all these talented yeah. teams that they can beat them. <laughs> I like those guys. Yeah. This is what he said. He's those bad. guys that cheat and can't coach. <laughs> he, he said, those are the guys, the guys like, you come out of the game with like, after the game was like, you know what? They're just turning the corner. That team, that that guy can coach. Don't you, don't you, don't you think about it? He can't coach. He's all over it. <laughs> all over it. Hugs is the best. Mm-hmm. So it's championship weekend. You got Oklahoma, Iowa State at lines four and a half. Clemson, Notre Dame's ten and a half. Florida and Bama seventeen. Ohio State, Northwestern's nineteen and a half. So what's your, what's your playoff projections? 
I think it's going to be the four that everybody thinks it's going to be. I mean, it's it's Clemson, uh, their favorite ten and a half. I wouldn't be surprised blow the doors if off they up. try to blow, I mean, just try to wipe them off the floor. I mean, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be Clemson and Ohio State. Yeah. Guaranteed. In the semifinals. Yeah. And then Alabama's going to beat the shit out of Texas Notre, and in, Notre Dame. You think, Texas and will, you think Notre Dame will stay in? Yeah. Even if they get handed to them? <clears throat> yeah, because there's no way they're going to rematch Clemson and Notre Dame for the third time. They drop Notre Dame to four. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Maybe well, I, I think they'll drop Notre Dame before. I, I think Texas A&M will squeeze Notre, in there. I think Notre Dame will play Alabama. Because if you don't, you're going to play Texas yeah. A&M at four. They're going, it's going to be a rematch with Alabama. We've already seen that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the SEC gets two teams in there. You're going to see Clemson versus Texas A&M, and you're going to see uh, uh, Ohio be, State versus be, Alabama. But it wouldn't be Clemson and Texas A&M. You think Clemson, Texas A&M would jump all the way to three? They're not going to jump Ohio State. If Ohio State wins the Big Ten, Ohio State will move they up. They might. They play more games. They get quality wins. But, I mean, they're not there now. I know, but I'm really surprised. There's always changes on the last thing, and they do it for matchups. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is if, if A&M's five and Ohio State's four and Ohio State wins the Big Ten and Clemson boat races Notre Dame, I'm sure that they, surely they'd move Ohio State up to three, wouldn't you think? I mean, so, I that put, think so that puts them versus Clemson. Right. And then you'd have a Texas A&M Alabama, Alabama rematch. rematch versus Alabama Notre so Dame. I, I, I don't know if they'll do that. I don't think they That's why I think uh, I think regardless, Notre Dame is probably. Do you think Notre going to be in? Unless Clemson beats them 45 to nothing or some stupid shit like that. Yeah, if it's anywhere within two touchdowns, they'll, Notre Dame will stay in. Yeah. After that, I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State gets downgraded for only have six games. Well, and they probably they should. Also should. And there's, there's going to be an argument for why USC is not in there. Because, now granted, USC is not the same. Don't get me wrong. They're not the same. But still, that's... that's. It'll be interesting to see what happens. How, how do you make that argument? Oregon, Oregon, was, Oregon was preseason top ten. Yeah. So how do you make an argument that one undefeated team that played six in the power conference gets in, but one doesn't, and, another, and ACC gets two? And what will be interesting is if... USC beats Oregon. Mm-hmm. Arguably, that's a better win than Ohio State's win over Indiana cause, yeah. because USC will beat Oregon on neutral field. Now, granted, nobody's there, but still. Yeah. And Ohio, it, 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 it'll be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting. Yeah. So, all right, man. We're going to take a break. Let's do it. Last segment. Welcome back to one morning. I'm going home and going to bed. Now I've done stuck up the place, not from farting, but from burping. Yep. <laughs> I apologize for the onion, garlicky, meatball dinnerish belt. If that's the worst thing that happens, we'll be okay. <laughs> There's definitely been a lot worse smells in this place than that. That's true. <laughs> Given the people that have been here. By the way, I, uh, uh, I haven't talked to you about this, but our combined birthday party. Because Bill's asked me, you guys doing it? And I was like, I, I don't I know yet. But we are playing Florida on the 30th okay. in basketball. I thought we'd do a combined birthday party watch. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. We can do social distancing. We still have to. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, quite honestly, most of them guys, I'd prefer to social distance against anyone. <laughs> if worse comes to worse, too, we could probably do it at my house. If it's nice, to do it outside on the deck. We can put the TV out there. Okay. So we'll figure it, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Right. We'll go with that. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. All, All right. Well, sports. Do it. You yes. want me to go first? Go first. All right, I went back and forth with this. So, 
I think we saw in the Richmond game, well, we saw against Gonzaga, we have a chance. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any doubt. Okay, we have a chance. All right, so, and I think in the last two games, we can agree, your boy, McNeil, has gotten less bad. Yeah. He's been better. And in the last game, Oscar played also less bad. Mm-hmm. Would you prefer to see a revamped Oscar from here on out or a more consistent McNeil? Which one do you think? Yeah, this is funny because it's going to dovetail right into my question. Is it? I'd rather see a more. Uh, I'd rather see McNeil. I think we have enough. I think we have enough. I think we have enough talent underneath to survive without Oscar being what he was last year. Well, and I, and I didn't too. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, that's what I was going to leave with that because Culver is, Culver is, has exceeded my expectations this year. Uh, and, and those expectations, I, I want to say were high, but, but you know, I, I thought Oscar, I thought it would be backwards. I thought this year Oscar would, would move up and, and Derek would kind of pout and move back. And it's, it, not saying Oscar's pouting, but Oscar, but, Del, but Derek step up. His play has been phenomenal. Oh, that, that. He still gets a little out of control, and he gets frustrated because he doesn't get foul calls, which I don't blame him. I'd be pissed off, too. He gets, he gets beat, beat up, he gets beat and up. he doesn't get calls at all that they call on the other end on Oscar, which drives me nuts. I mean, it absolutely drives me nuts. But if, if we can consistently hit outside shots, if, if he just – if, if Taz and McNeil can merge their shooting stats, because Taz right now is shooting 50% from three. We don't need 50% from three. If we get 40 to 45, 43. We are going to dominate teams. Because it creates space. So we can actually get to the and ball. you can't pack the lane. If, if, if McNeil, and he's only did it, he only did it one time last game, and he did if he would quit doing that one dribble one. <laughs> and shoot 16-footers, I was saying the entire time, him, McBride, I started an account at the beginning of the Richmond game, and then we started making everything. <laughs> but we missed, our, we missed our first three. McBride did it, McNeil did it, and then Matthews did it. They took a one-dribble, 16-footer. Pull up. Which if you beat your guy, we got two bigs underneath. Go to the rim, draw a foul, or dish it. Quit shooting that 16-footer. Yep. If that was Coach Ferry, and I would do that, I'd be sitting my ass on the bench, and he would yell at me, I will forget your name before I put you back in the game. And I was his cousin. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that, I wish we would quit doing that. Yeah, I did too. But I think we will be just fine with Oscar as he is, with the four people that we can put in, because I think Cottrell's getting better. He is. I think I think it still wears off, but he's getting better. I, I think we I think we are fine, and, and I think we're fine with just one big guy. I think we're and playing and Matthews might be better. We, we we might be a better team with Derek Matthews, uh, Sherman McNeil and McBride in at this point in time. That might be our. That's probably our best lineup, probably. honestly. With with Matthews at the four, probably because we can, he can do that high low and he gets the ball at the top at the foul line. You have to guard him, and he's he's a not the greatest passer, but he's not also terrible. Right. So he he yeah. can get the ball to Culver. So. No, I agree. I think it's, I think it's McNeil. All right. So that brings me into mind. If you had to pick one to play with the rest of the year, and only one, the other guys gone for the year, would you pick Oscar or Gabe? Oscar or Gabe? This year. If you had to take one for the rest of the year, and you, had to lo- you had to lose the other one, and it can only go forward with one, which one of those? Based you, on what I've seen through six games? Based on this year. I 
that's going to sound like blasphemy. Gabe is the kind of guy that you you need on your team because he's going to do the shit that other people won't do. He could guard probably, I'd say, two through five. I don't think he could guard point guard. He hustles. He's not gifted offensively. I mean, potent- uh, it's a tough question. <laughs> I told you what I thought. I was like, I always thought about this. Since I thought of the question on Friday, and uh, and uh, and it, uh, I almost can, can I can I can I straddle the fence and say no one or the other. Uh, well, <laughs> bullshit because I've heard you straddle the fence on this shit before. All right, if I'm going off the first six games of this year, I take Gabe. Yeah. If I'm going off potential, I'm taking Oscar. But if you're going if you're going off results and and what you know West Virginia team to be, you you go with Gabe. I mean, because he's what you need defensively. He's what you need right well, now. He, he's, he's, he's the glue of he, those guys. What, what's Huggins? Uh, do what you do. Yeah. And, and, he, and Gabe knows what he can do. Sometimes he doesn't yeah, sometimes, know what he can't do. You know, when you're a kid and you make a shot, you want you think y'all are going to do it. But, I, but I mean, for the most part, and he's been surprisingly okay at the foul line, but he's disruptive on defense. He hustles. I don't feel like we lose anything when he comes into the game. Yeah. I mean, there's times when Oscar's on the floor, and I'm like, damn, man. You know? Just dump the fucking ball. I mean, I've waited my whole life to be six foot tall. You're six nine. Dump the goddamn thing. Uh, Here's here's what my original thought all week, honestly, all week, was when he gave 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 us a better chance. He just, he, at this point in time, he's what we need defensively, I think. But if you think about it, Gabe will make us a good team. If Oscar plays up in his potential, we're, we're the championship team. We're, we are a champion team. I agree. But yeah. have you seen anything that tells you he's going to do that? But he has that potential. That's that's what you – do you do you take a chance on potential or go with what you got? You go with results. Yeah. And so you take a game for the rest of the year. I'm probably taking a game. Huh? I mean, based on six games, mm-hmm. now if you told me from last year going into this year, and here's the other thing I don't understand. I'm reading all these all these threads on rivals. They're like, "Well, Oscar's just hadn't got into game shape yet." And I'm like, "What the fuck? We're quarters of the season. Game shape yet. Everybody else is in game shape. <laughs> what do you mean he's not in game shape? I mean, no, granted, he's had some things go against him, but I also think he would stay in the game more if he would be more aggressively offensively as he is defensively. If he would dunk the ball, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, or, or just try to dunk it so yeah. you draw fouls. Don't shoot it like you're setting a volleyball for someone to spike it. <laughs> dunk the damn thing. <laughs> no, I mean, that's probably blasphemy, but right now, mm-hmm. I, I, based on the first six yeah. games, I'd probably take yeah. Gabe. You know? Then? Yeah. Come yeah. at me. So, <laughs> all right, non- Change my mind. Non-sports. Right. Yours is better than mine, probably? Uh, not necessarily. Maybe. I don't know. Mine's yeah. about Christmas movies. Uh, then I'll go first. But mine's not a good one about Christmas. No, mine's not a good question either. I just got a story ahead of it. All right. That's all right. So, last, oh, shit, what was it? Thursday or Friday? It was last week, in the last week sometime. My, Isaac, all thing he wants for Christmas is an Xbox Series X, which is impossible to get. Really? I mean, just impossible. I, I sent you guys that video of, uh, uh, the Dear Santa letter, and it, they talk about PS5, but Xbox is the same thing. Yeah. You, you can't find it anywhere. So, Tash's workmate's son 
got to Walmart and got a PS5 the day before. At like yeah, six in the morning. Got six in the morning. Went there early, got there at six in the morning. And said and he asked the manager, like, when are you guys getting your next shipment? And he said, Well, we're getting six Xbox Series X's and two more PS5s in the morning. So he told Tash. She told Tash. He told his mom, his mom told Tash. So she's like, Will you go up there again? I was like, Why can't you go again? She was like, I don't like mornings. <laughs> I don't like mornings. So I set my what was his old was seven? I set my alarm at six. I was like, you know what? I'll get up. I'll just go over there. If I get it, I get it. If not, no big deal. So I get up and I drive over there. And I get in line. And I pull up and I see eight people in line. And I thought, son of a bitch. There's six Xboxes and five and two PS5s. I am number nine. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe there's a couple up there. I don't know. So we'll see. So I got up and I get up and walk up the line. And as I'm walking up, a Walmart person comes out to me. She's like, um, are you here for an Xbox or a PS5? And I was like, well, I'm here for the Xbox. She's like, well, you're number, you're number seven. She said, so unless somebody leaves, you know, you're not going to get it. And I said, I said and it's, uh, before I even answered, the guy at the end of the line says, you know what? I'd rather have a PS5. I was here. I'm number X. I'm number six for, P, for the Xbox. I'll just go ahead and leave. You can have a spot. So I was like, Seriously? She's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm, I want a PS5 anyway. So, I, so she was like, all right, well, I guess you're number six. Oh, so, so I get up, and I'm talking to the guy in front of me, who actually I know from White Country Club. And he was there for his son. And uh, he said, man, he said, that guy's been standing in line for like over an hour. Like five, four or five other people have come, and, he, and he's not giving up his spot. <laughs> he, said, he said, I've been here since five. He said, he oh, was shit. number five in the line. He said, you're the luckiest son of a no, shit. <laughs> bitch ever. So I'm sitting there, and then my neighbor, Josh Smith, across, from across the street, shows up. And I was like, dude. <laughs> you got no idea. <laughs> so if you'd have been here 10 minutes earlier, and what's funny is, he showed up every day there. So what day was this? It's Thursday or, Thursday or Friday okay. last week. He showed up every day. He's been showing up every day at 6 o'clock. And, and that day, he's like, you know what? I've been there every day. I'm taking a shower. I'm not going out there. If he'd have showed up. And his normal right. time, <laughs> he would have been my spot for the for that last Xbox. The guys who who came with the PS Five, you know what time they got there? Three thirty. Really? They've been standing on the side in, at, they that hard in, to get? in front of Walmart. So that's my question: Have you ever waited in line for anything in your life for that long no, for something? Hell no. I, me neither. I mean. I, and I did, and I told Tash, I was like, I am never doing this again. I don't understand why it's so important for him to have an Xbox Five, Xbox Series X. She's like, that's what he wants for Christmas. So my ass did it, and I was like, I, don't, I, don't, I hope my parents didn't do this for me when no. I was a kid. I remember them Cabbage Patch doll fights. Remember that the videos, people running in. And I was like, I, that's not that important to me. No. I don't understand. No, I don't ever remember. Tash said she was so nervous that she was like home awake. Wait for all my text messages to be for me to get that Xbox. Is that right? <laughs> no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. I remember waiting in line for like uh, Star Wars when it came out to go to, to, go to the movies. movies. Yeah, but that's the only time I ever remember waiting in line that's for. Really, actually, tell you the truth, for football games. I can't. I mean, football games. Yeah, maybe. I mean, as long as you ever waited in line for the, the big basketball game when when I was a junior. Yeah. In college, we played UConn. When he had Richard Hamilton mm-hmm. and Khalid Alamine, we played him in '98. That was the year we beat him, and Vital and him were there. Right. The game was at like 7:30, and we got to the Coliseum at two. 
and we were standing outside to get in. Yeah. And I sat three rows back from where you could change the <laughs> fucking light bulbs. You know what I mean? But we still yeah. rushed the court and we beat their ass. Yeah, me and uh, me and Phil Legs did a lot of we played Syracuse and they had uh, Wallace. Rasheed Wallace? Or not Rasheed. No, uh, John Wallace. John Wallace. And, uh, and I'm, we were there all day because we got, ended up getting in the bottom section too. Phil and I were in the bottom section. And uh, we rushed the court. I mean, Justin, Phil, Phil went up and talked to John Wallace. Hey, really? <laughs> I'm sure that was an eventful conversation. But I've never, never waited in line for that. And I thought about that because I, you know, I didn't get there until like 620. Yeah. You know, I wasn't in that big of a hurry. And I still had to wait 40 minutes outside in the cold. That's a long time. You know, to, to get this Xbox. And I was like, I can't believe people do this. Nah. I'm, not that, I'm not that dedicated. Yeah. So anyway, I told those people uh, when I got inside, I was like, I was like, I'm going to tell Isaac when he stops believing in Santa Claus uh, what I did for his ass. <laughs> He's got a couple extra lawns to mow. Yeah. <laughs> when this yeah. is all said and D- done. Disclaimer, anyone who has kids under the age of 11, don't listen to this show. If, if anybody has uh, kids under the age of 11, listen to this show anyway, CPS is on their way. They are. <laughs> Get ready. We're looking at you. We're looking at you, Dave Taylor. We're looking at you. They're too busy watching pit uh, highlights. Uh, oh, they're, that's a good they're, not, they're not, they're not watching. They're not listening to this. Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah, we went almost a whole uh, episode without mentioning Dave's pit love. We didn't. Well, you obviously didn't let that go unnoticed. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, yours. All right, my turn. Real quick. So we talked. We're in the holiday season. Talking about all these Christmas movies we like. So I hadn't seen... The, it's not animated, but it's like a cartoon, whatever. The Grinch movie that came out two years ago. The newest one. Yeah, we actually just watched it the other night. Might have been last night. All right. So, I recorded it, and I started watching it. And, now granted, Boris Karloff and Anthony Hopkins set a high bar. Narrating this movie. Yeah. Pharrell is a good entertainer, Mm -hmm. I'm sure. And has some songs that I like. I couldn't get through the movie. <laughs> he was a fucking terrible narrator, dude. I couldn't get through it. I'm like, you know what? I'm not watching this. I recorded it, and I'm looking. He's like, I can't remember what he said. I was like, fuck, I'm done. I'm not watching. I can't watch this shit anymore. So my question to you is, all right, so obviously Christmas Story 2 was terrible. Never saw it. Don't want to. You're not missing it. it, it it's like Godfather 3. I refuse to watch it. You don't watch it. Yeah. So, we, we, we talked about, good, what's the worst Christmas movie you've ever seen? Or one that you're like, you know what, this movie sucked. Oh, man, what's the worst Christmas movie I've ever seen? I'm trying to think. Because if, if, it's, if it's terrible, I just don't watch it. Right. Um, any of those loved ones are awful. The ones that I, I don't really like. I mean, we were watching, we watched... Uh, Jan and Garrett were here. We watched Home Alone 1 and 2, which were, which were good. They're decent for that. I yeah. mean, Ivy's got them ranked way too high on Mount Rushmore. But, I mean, Christmas Vacation and Scrooge and, and Christmas Story, obviously, are the best. But I couldn't get through that movie, Josh. I, I watched it. I watched the whole thing because you know, I watched it with Ozzy. I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, is it something that I could like, like, I could watch the Drew Carey, not Drew Carey, uh, 
Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey one over and over again. Yes. That makes me laugh. The original one, I really like. The cartoon. I love that. It's 30 Minutes Love. That's what I'm saying. The bar was set too exactly. high. Exactly. This one, this one I watch, and it's... I, th- there's a thousand of Christmas Carol movies that suck. Yes. There are some that are, that are really good. There are a lot like of them I'm suck. Pretty, I'm a pretty tolerant guy when it comes to that kind of stuff. I couldn't get... I was like, for real. Dude, you, you got some good songs, but man... Somebody <laughs> lost the paper rock scissors battle on this shit. Well, I like I like the original Santa Claus, the C L A U S E with the uh, yeah the the the, the sequels after that I think are terrible. I can't watch those. They're bad. I like the first Home Alone and Home Alone Two, Home Alone Three with the new kid. I don't remember Home Alone Three. Don't watch it. <laughs> All right, so Home Alone Three and Christmas Story Two it, were probably it, yeah probably number one. Yeah, I mean, but I can't think of. Of anyone that I'm like, uh, that's just god awful. I can't believe you watched that. But that I can think of at this point in time, no. Outside of those sequels. Because it was bad, I just don't watch it. Now, there was there were 8 million. I didn't realize how many Hallmark Christmas movies there are. There's a bunch. Because we were trying to find like a Christmas movie to watch that night. Like, let's watch a Christmas movie. So we were just kind of seeing what's out there. I was like, good God, there's so many terrible Christmas movies. Wow. It's not Christmas funny. In, the, in the Caribbean, Christmas <laughs> in the fucking ranch, Christmas on the lake, Christmas. Speaking of, um, and I, I thought about this this week. We always talk, there's always the Die Hard mm-hmm. question. And we talk about Gremlins is kind of a Christmas movie because it's based around Christmas time. You know what else is a Christmas movie that I didn't realize? If you think about it, what? Trading Places. Yeah, it is. It takes place during Christmas it time. Does. It, does. it revolves around Christmas. It does. That's a Christmas movie. That's a good and movie. that movie is great. It's a great movie. And Jamie Lee Curtis and that thing is, is hot. She's, <laughs> she's tough. And she gets naked. It, it, she it, does. It, it, it's always a bonus for a movie. Yes. <laughs> that's a good flick. Yeah. That's Why don't you go watch that movie? Just, just look, not close to Jamie Curtis. Yeah. Of course, that's a one reason to watch it, but yeah. that movie is hilarious. That's a great movie. <laughs> Uh, honestly, going to get a little political here, but the the whole Trump thing at uh, the election, and I keep thinking of the guy at the end going, "Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on!" <laughs> That's what I think about. <laughs> I forgot about that. But the but you know what's funny? I can't remember what movie it is that later on. I don't know. If it, they didn't make a sequel to that movie. But they have those two the, old guys. They're in uh, on the bench. Coming to America. That's it. And they're That's it. That's we're, what it we're, is. Back in, we're, we're, we're back in the game. We're back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That's some funny shit. That is that man. coming to America was my grandmother's favorite movie. That's a good flick. <laughs> Without a doubt, her favorite That's movie. That's a good flick. <laughs> That's a good flick. He's 137 years old. <laughs> White chocolate! White chocolate! White chocolate! That boy good. Yeah, good. Terrible. Hey, okay, yeah, I ain't call Muhammad Lee. Cash is clay. <laughs> so many quotes from that. That's another one of uh, the movies that Gannon quotes all the time. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. Hey, boy, good. Good and terrible. <laughs> good and terrible. Uh, all right, man. All right. So we're going to beat Iowa State? We're going to beat Iowa State, and, we'll, and we'll then be- we're going to get ready to preview the Kansas game on Monday. Yeah, we'll be back here on Monday. All right. Sounds good, man. One morning, I'm going home. Going one morning, I'm going to bed.